There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Well, thank you for tuning in to the podcast this Tuesday. Unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond our control, such as all-night power outages and therefore late packing, uh, long stops on the road, traffic delays, it's 9 o'clock on a Monday night, and I have nothing for tomorrow's podcast. So rather than rush something, we're going to take a message that was preached, the Messianic Psalms of Asaph, preached at the Living Waters Baptist Church. I'll give you two parts. This will be today and tomorrow, which is Wednesday. I hope it's a blessing. I certainly do hope it's a help to you. Would you pray for us? Pray that God would use the message as we listen to the Psalms of Asaph. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 14. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph. <clears throat> Notice this. This is his heritage. Came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. One of the sons of Asa, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him in the midst of the congregation. He's seen the worship. He's participated in the worship. He's praised the Most High God. He sang thanksgiving to the Most High God. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him. He spake Jehoshaphat. He spake the word that God had given him. Psalm 7, or Psalm 50 first. Go to Psalm 50. I'll go through these quickly. Notice Psalm 50. What does it say right under that? A psalm of who? Of Asaph. Just look at some of these words. I'm going to go through this quickly, but look at some of this. The mighty God, even the Lord, has spoken and called the earth from the rise of the sun and the going down thereof. What a beautiful psalm. What a wonderful psalm. Right. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God hath shined. Our God shall come. Now, do you suppose that's prophetic? Do you suppose this seer is speaking prophecy? Do you suppose as he, I'm going to use this for lack of a better term, he skillfully, he skillfully clangs on his symbols. And he's speaking these words. He says, our God shall come and shall not keep silence. A fire shall devour before him. It shall be very tempestuous round about him. We shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Look at the call of the assembly. Gather my saints together unto me. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice and the heavens shall declare his righteousness. For God has judged himself. Selah. Psalm chapter 73. 
Again, a psalm of Asaph. Asaph writes this beautiful psalm. Well-known psalm. It's through the eyes of the believer that's almost gone. His steps have almost taken him to that slippery slope of prosperity. You say, why would Asaph prophesy such a thing? Because he's a priest. He doesn't have this world's goods. What does he do? He stands before the ark of God day and night and plays his cymbal and sings before the Lord continually. When he saw the prosperity of the wicked, his feet almost slipped. Right. He speaks the words of God to us. She sure. prophesies this great prophecy. And it ends in verse 28. I have put my trust in the Lord, God, that I may declare all thy works. Psalm 74, Maskil of Asaph. Now, I'm not the smartest, most educated person, but I do sometimes recognize a prayer in the Psalms. And this is a prayer of Asaph. He's singing to the Lord, he's singing it through prayer. He's communing with God. He's directing his prayer to God. Yet he's speaking to the Holy Ghost. Mm. Psalm 75, the chief musician, Altasketh, a psalm, and I notice this, or song of Asaph. It can be sung. It can be read. It can be quoted. Verse 7, chapter 76, the chief musician on Neganoth, a psalm or song of of Asaph. Psalm 77 to the chief musician to Jeduthun, a psalm of Asaph. I cried unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. Now notice this. Asaph's before the Lord day and night. But look at verse 2 says, In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. Now, I don't need people on board with me. It doesn't bother me. You can look at me, shake your head and say, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that. You say, I, I don't see that. Those of you that listen to the podcast, you'll understand there's some key words that we use on that podcast. And one of those, when you see the psalmist cry, is the cry of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? He first, he said, he cried. Cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice. And he gave ear unto me. Again, Messianic Psalms, what do you see? You see him asking the Father to incline his ear, to turn not his ear away. And he would give him his ear. That the Lord God in heaven would hear him as he cries. Why? Because God has separated himself from his son. The son is being made an offering for sin. In verse 2, in the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night. What's taking place there? It's when he watered his couch with tears. He's weeping. He's a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. And cease not, my soul refused to be comforted. Why is his soul refused to be comforted? He's been made an offering for sin. 
He's going to pour out his soul unto death, and there's no comfort in that. Asaph's in the role of a prophet. Asaph is speaking by the Holy Ghost of that one which is to come. Amen, brother. He's seeing Jesus Christ. He's a seer. He knows this isn't my calamity. He's speaking as he plays that symbol and sings before the ark of God. He is prophesying before the holy place. He's prophesying of one which is to come. And all Israel can sing that psalm. And when they see him, they look upon him and they pierce him. It's through this psalm that they can know that he's the son of God. Verse 3, I remembered God and was troubled. I complained. And by the way, when you see that complaint or complain through psalms, especially his first 58 psalms, you'll see Jesus Christ. The complaint of his bitterness. His complaint to the Lord. And again, and my spirit was overwhelmed. And what does he tell us to do? Stop and think about this. Selah. You say, I'm not on board with that. That's all right. I'll still sleep tonight. Psalm 78, masculine of Asaph. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. Keep your place there in the Psalms. Let's go to Matthew. We talked about this the other day. Some of you seen this. Some of you saw this long before I ever preached it. Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13, verse 33. Another parable spake he unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leavened. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable spake he not unto them. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by what? The prophet. Help me out, church. By the prophet. What did the prophet say? I will open my mouth to parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the Amen. foundation of the world. What did Asaph say? I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. Why have their fathers told them that? Because things have been kept secret from the foundations of the world. God unlocked mysteries in the Psalms. God unlocked mysteries through the Psalms. God opened up the years of understanding of many through the Psalms. Let's go back to the Psalms again. Psalm 80. To the chief musician upon Shonan Nenemedeth. I nailed on the podcast today. I blew it there. A psalm of Asaph. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock. Thou that dwellest between the cherubim, shine forth. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up thy strength and come and save us. Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Amen. O Lord God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry against the prayer of thy people? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears. Notice this. 
and givest them tears to drink in great measure. That's why when Jesus Christ came, he said, blessed are they which do what? Hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Why? Because for 400 plus years, they've been eating the bread of tears and drinking the tears of sorrow. When Jesus Christ comes, first thing he tells them, blessed are they who do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Thou makest us a strife unto our neighbors and our enemies laugh among themselves. Turn us again, O God of hosts, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Now, again, just a little word. But it's God's word. And he said, Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt. Thou hast cast out the heathen and planted it. Thou preparest room before it and didst cause it to take deep root and it filled the land. Asaph the prophet. John chapter 15. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt. Let me ask you a question. Where did Jesus Christ come from? Did he not bring his son out of Egypt? He told us he did. John 15 and verse 1, Jesus Christ says simply this, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husband. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. He called his son out of Egypt. And he planted a vine in Israel. And it took a deep root. And he knew what he did. He grafted us in. We also might be partakers of that vine. Mm-hmm. And in verse 5, he said on this wise, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Keep your place there in John. Let's go back to Psalm 81. To the chief musician upon Gittith, a psalm of Asaph. Verse 10 is one of those little things that I've kind of been on, I guess, in the last eight months, six, eight months, something like that. But it's that matter of the I am with I will. The I am, the word of God, has a will. And so many times in scripture, he tells us, I am. And he tells us, I will. Why? It's his will to do such. And this is one of those examples in verse 10. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. John chapter 6. Again, Jesus Christ speaking. That great prophet Asaph has told him, open thy mouth and I will fill it. Jesus Christ introduces a new thought. In verse 32 of John 6, Jesus said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. Open thy mouth, and I will fill it. 
He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me, and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Verse 35, I am. Verse 37, I will. Verse 38, for I come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will, which hath sent me. Of all that he, of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. In verse 44, he said, No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at that last day. Verse 47, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers that eat man in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eateth the bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh. There's the offering of Jesus Christ, the body of Jesus Christ, the Holy One of God, which I will give, that's his will to do it, for the life of the world. Now, verse 57, as the living Father has sent me and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat man and are dead. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. <clears throat> Let me go back to old Asaph for a minute. Verse 10. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth, and I will fill it. How does he fill it? With the bread of life. Jesus Christ. Asaph. Symbol player. Singer. Seer. Prophet of God. Day and night continually before the Lord. Prophesying. Praising. Thanksgiving. The blowing of trumpets. The playing of the psalter. The strumming of the hearts, the voices raised in praise. And he said this in verse 16 He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat, and with honey out of the rock should I have satisfied thee. Psalm 83, a song or psalm of Asaph. The last, as far as I know, the last recorded words of Asaph in the Word of God. Verse 18, that men may know that thou, whose name alone is Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. Why do we get these songs? That men may know that thou alone, whose name is Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. Do you see him in the Psalms? Do you desire to see him in the Psalms? As we sing praise to him, are you singing to him? 
sing out of obligation. You sing with thanksgiving. You sing with worship. It's the life of Asaph, the sweet psalmist, the sweet prophet. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home and the saints all with gladness are singing the